Hello and welcome to season 11, episode four of Euphoria. Joining Cajun and myself today is our special guest, Perks. Oh, you calling me special? You are special, brother. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You're, you're also not no, only you, you are special. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> See, that's leave. why we keep inviting you. You can, yes. Uh, Give us about uh, 30 minutes. We're just going to go back and forth and call each other special. <laughs> <laughs> just, Once we get it out of our system, you can come just back. Come we'll start like the food blown over. No, you're special! <laughs> just screaming, screaming at each other. <laughs> um, not only special, but also number one in the league. So this is an exciting time to have you on. Luca. First place, baby. What, which timeline is this? Like what timeline is this? Yeah, is it twenty sixteen? Oh, oh wake no up, grandma! Goes around, comes around. <laughs> Holy! I'm like sleeping, dreaming of first place, and then someone comes. Wake up, grandpa! It's not twenty sixteen, <laughs> bro. We know what the secret to success is. You just grab perks. You import a jungler. You throw him next to him. Just bam, instant first Jungle place. Jungle gets MVP. It's actually yeah. true, yeah. yeah. History it's, might it was repeat trick itself. back it's in the day, true, yeah. you know, get that Korean fl- flavor. Now you got Boom Bo coming in as well. It's yeah, good. Yeah, a little bit LPL yeah. aggression. Hell yeah. Suits you well. I like it. Your, your, your roster, like last year was a dumpster fire when it comes to <laughs> it roster really building. It really was, yeah. How did, how did you go into this year? Maybe you've been asked this question a few times, but like in a more detailed way, how did you come into this year where it's like, we need to throw everything out and just start again. Just throw all of the ideas away from last year and just refresh everything. Well, to be honest, even the year before, it was like kind of just like everything happened so fast. And mm-hmm. like, you know, I was in C9, like they already contacted Vitality during Worlds. I mean, Vitality contacted during Worlds, like, and all these players were just kind of picked up really fast. Uh, like just get the best like free agents yeah. kind of. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like too much thought. It was just like get the best players available and like put them together, like kind of like that, right? Yeah. So it was... Um, like it was just optimistic of us to think we we're gonna be like really insane, which like I never even considered us like a super team, you know? It was yeah. more like, I thought it was like a, gonna be, could be a decent team. Hmm. I was hoping for it at least. <laughs> I had my, I had my, at least semi decent. I had my worries. <laughs> I had my worries, but I was hoping for it, it would be, it would be really good. Um, I was optimistic the whole year. And you know, we actually were even sharing first in summer. And then we finished 8th, 7th, 7th, yeah. So that's actually crazy. That's a bit of an unlucky ending. But anyways, to this year, um, uh, I mean, it was, yeah, like you mentioned, last year was a dumpster fire. Let's yeah. throw everything out yeah. and try again. Is there, like that. is there a reason why Bo didn't start last year, actually? Because well, I know he, he was here for a, a while. He didn't have a working visa. Ah, okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Okay, so he couldn't play in the first yeah. place. No, he does. Okay, cool. And even even then, like his English was worse, so I yeah. think now he like communicates super well in game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. But when you look back, like, was it easy because you didn't? Because I think from the outside perspective, everybody was like Vitality super team, and then when it blew up, people were like, "This is a, this is the most insane thing to ever happen." But it sounds like you didn't you didn't have crazy high expectations for the team. So how I mean, did you how did you deal with that? Like resetting your mentality coming into this year i mean i thought it could be a good team but like honestly from like the first boot camp of screams i could already see there were going to be some problems yeah Mm. like and uh like when you see that in the boot camp already when there is a honeymoon that's like a really worrying trend like that's like because i played for so long that's made me like super worried and like obviously like some things just don't improve magically you know Mm. so without talking too much further into details like i think that just this team was built much more carefully and also like we signed carter really early uh Mm -hmm. which is actually by the way been like a super great addition i really like him uh so yeah 
is made the whole process also a lot easier. So Carter was helping with all the roster building and oh, stuff course, from yeah. Misfits. Yeah. yeah, I think Carter had a great year on Misfits, right? Like yeah. his track record is pretty damn good and now you're first place. So everything's working, which yeah. is important. Yeah, and yeah. I think ha happy for him, obviously, because I think that one of the, like the whole Misfits sale, whatever, you know, whatever good that happened on the org side, like the player side was rough, right? Because that information got leaked and then... Yeah. They found out that uh, heretic, <laughs> heretics had already said, oh, yeah, no, we want to keep our our coaching staff. <laughs> yeah. So, for I like feel for a guy like Carter where it's like, do I even have a job next year? So, yeah. to see him doing well and to hear you have, have praise from already, it's like... Uh, he had a lot of interest from what I heard. Yeah. yeah. So, Deserve it's... It uh, yeah. It's good to have. Um, yeah. So, now you guys have what feels like a pretty strong roster. The last time we talked to you about your roster, other than broadcast, was was the season kickoff event such a great and wonderful oh, that time that we all had we all had a great time there and you were sandbagging expectations so hard you were like maybe we make top eight guys maybe we make top eight oh yeah my jungler oh you know doesn't talk at all you were like really like i feel like you were just trying to get us you were like so scared of us building another super team narrative you were like just trying to tank your expectation tank the vitality stock right off the bat yeah. but now that we've seen you know that your team's actually pretty good did you expect more? Did you want to expect more? Were you just worried about setting expectations too high for the for the team starting off? I mean, honestly, like I didn't know how good we were gonna perform. Like, keep in mind, like Bo when he played, he played on an LPL team with four Chinese speaking people mm, yeah. and like team that all brought right, like arguably just better players than us, right? Who like brought him in? He hasn't played for two years competitively, and he has to play in English speaking environment. Um, then you're like voting from Challenger series, like. You know, he's played Challenger Series. Okay, it's not a bad league, right? But it's like still, you know, not a major league. Yeah. And you don't know how you're really going to perform. And then like from Neon Kaiser, I kind of think we are, uh, like I could expect them to play well and like to not int and all that. So I think yeah. they're uh, they're like really good at, like they're, how do you, how do you say, fulfilling their expectations mm -hmm. in my head, right? So, expectations, yeah. uh, so I think it's just like Photon and Bo being better than I thought they would be, like on stage. So yeah. it sounds like a lot of the focus in terms of improving and like uh, making sure they feel comfortable is on the top jungle because you know bot lane's probably stable. You've got yeah. these expectations. You know you'll perform. Just yeah. a lot of like coaching staff influence go towards the top jungle. I think yeah. I think like coaching staff and also like my uh, how is it called my uh, focus focus is mostly on top of jungle. You mm -hmm. know, making sure they are comfortable, making sure they understand uh, the micro concepts, the words. The communication right yeah. like understanding what each other teammates have to do or like need from them you know and uh sometimes it's like not that easy to explain mm -hmm. or like fully to fully understand what i want to say because obviously when you're reviewing the games or like talking about deeper things like you need bigger understanding of language yeah. than you might have right um so there, there's there is struggles for sure it's not easy but um at least like there is progress and I can see like the small progresses, you know, mm. in like the yeah. concepts that we do and yeah. So it feels to me like, I mean, the really good news if a Vitality fan is listening to this is that like you guys probably aren't even close to your ceiling then in terms of like where this team can be <clears throat> in terms of in terms of team play and skill. Because right now you're 5-1. No, you're but trying to like, bait expectations out of No, no, I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to no, say like, I'm not trying true. to say you need to tell me that you're going to win Worlds. I'm just yeah. saying that like, it feels like there's a lot of growth to be had because if you're telling me that your top lane and jungler, not only are they like young players who need to yeah. learn the game on a deeper level. And the language. But then also that there's a language barrier. Mm -hmm. That just sounds like, like it already takes a long time to teach young players yeah. how to play the game. And then on top of that, you add a language barrier. I'm, I'm guessing it probably doubles or triples 
the amount of time it will take for those concepts to stick. Like that sounds like, to be honest, it's like a nightmare. That sounds really hard yeah, to do. There's always like questions, right? Like what if like, I don't know, they start feeling homesick or what if like, I don't know, we have like, I have a bad game or a bad game and they're like, they start thinking like, oh, maybe our, our players are bad, you know, something yeah. like there's like, you never really know what people are thinking when they can't express themselves like super well. Yeah. But as of right now and in the past, in my whole career, I found out there is much less issues playing with Asian players yeah. uh, than with like, people who have like uh, harder personalities in the Europe, mm. you know, even though yeah. they're like uh, more, how do you call it, veteranized players. So like, there's less ego? Uh, really? Yeah, there is less ego. And yeah. I think the, the culture is still different. Like, uh, like criticism is just taken, you know, like there is like, there is sometimes argument is not, you know, but it's usually like understandably taken. Mm. And, uh, uh, and I feel like people know it's not for the ego, you know, mm. whereas like, I feel like in, the European teams, like sometimes people could argue and maybe just argue for the sake of ego instead of arguing for the sake of the actual argument. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, that's um, kind of like that. Quick question I had actually, um, before we move topics, I spoke this with Jankos a little bit about how there's more imports this year than there was in the last few years. Like you've got Bo coming over, Photon, you've got Heretics have two uh, foreign solar as well. I think there's been a lot more imports this year than there has been most years. What would you attribute the reason for? Do you think it's because... Uh, the league in in EU is lacking strength in those roles, or do you think it's because perhaps the the Asian region has just shown how strong they are that teams have now come back around to importing again? Mm, okay, I think for Bo, honestly, I think it's a special case because I think Bo is just like considered by a lot of people and by like the solo queue metrics and all that like really like actually talented, you mm. know, like. A talented, how is he called? Superstar, I would say. Yeah, you know, he's like, like a prodigy. He's yeah, like, it's like, yeah, like a prodigy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like he's like a prodigy, solo key prodigy, and he's shown competitive success. So yeah. I think Bo is definitely an outlier. Like I wouldn't just call Bo like import like Ruby, for example. Okay, now I'm not saying no, that Ruby what, is I bad. You're going, I think yeah, Ruby yeah. is actually playing decent, but I just think Bo's level, kind, yeah, yeah, is much higher than Ruby's. You know, like yeah, in yeah. terms of import, right? Whereas like for Toplan, I feel like um, for EU, like honestly, I felt like heavy even, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. like I felt like Toplan has been really shit in EU for the last couple of years. Like ever since the golden Vipo Wunder days and international events, you know, yeah, like yeah. basically since season 10. Like season 10 was the last time I thought that Western Toplaners are actually fine matching up against the Eastern ones. Mm. Um, so... And to mention, I think Wunder actually played well at Worlds. Like uh, yeah. he's like a veteran who knows how to perform and knows how to play against players that are better than him even, right? You know, yeah. so uh, yeah, I think we're lacking that power in top lane and it was quite apparent at Worlds last year again, like yeah. Yeah, every yeah. single one of our top players just got turbo smashed by the Asian one. Like even like, I don't know, Brooklyn by getting solo killers, Fiora versus Giovanni, was it right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Like, it's just like, a, it's just a bad look, you know? Yeah. Like it, how the, it, it can't be, like when this happens, you can't just be too confident going into next year and thinking, oh, it's going to be better. It'll be fine. Like, yeah. I mean, like no offense. Again, I think Broken Blade is a good player, but there's obviously something lacking that he can't perform on international stage, you know? So there is like, it was a big question mark for me going even into building this year. Yeah. Um, and like for Carter as well, right? So for us as a Vitality. 
Uh, it was definitely a question mark. Yeah. And we decided to take a flip, like, yeah, honestly. I think it's a good flip. Like, a lot of T1 yeah. Challengers players that have come out of there recently are yeah. insane. Like, Owner and Zeus came from there. Yeah. Berserker came from there, and he's, like, one of the best players in, in NA right now. And it's T1 Academy, right? Like, yeah. they for sure have been doing something well there, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Uh, Gumayushi came from there as well. Like, T1 Academy track record is pretty damn good. Well, and the thing that I like about it as well is that I think even if nothing else, you know what I mean? Like, if you bring in enough high-level players hopefully it'll improve the level of everybody and i think that that's something that i would hope for as well is that like if you bring in if we bring in more korean top laners who have come up in korean solo queue who are you know just better overall that eventually eu top laners will like figure out what they're missing and catch up because mm. i don't want i i would hate to see a situation <clears throat> where it's like all right every champ every team from now until the end of time from the LEC that wants to have a chance to we'll success will import a korean top laner <laughs> maybe that is what it has to be but i you know yeah, hopefully mm -hmm. it's more of like a balance rather than like, um, you know, I don't want to single out the LCS because I think they still have a lot of NA players, but you yeah. go down this rabbit hole of like import, 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 and you just keep digging yourself a hole. Yeah. Whereas if you, you just manage the expectations of a few imports in a role, the European players can improve. But you know, I, there's a I balance. Also, yeah, also a lot of it is like player based and how many players play individual roles. And I don't know, like they, they published these, this information a long time ago for like Vietnam, for example, has like an insane amount of top laners. Whereas like top lane is like a super not popular mm. role in the West. I think PCS has insane top laners. Like YSKM came from yeah. PCS. But these are players and like just like solo queue LPL. on the server. Oh, I There's see. There's like the population oh. of top laners. This was five or six years ago, maybe three or four years ago at this point was like 3x mid. Whereas yeah. in like every other region, mid is by far like the most popular. Yeah, that's role. crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 so, that's actually interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I never I never heard of that. So yeah, so uh, I'm not sure. We talked about it at Worlds a few years ago. Jet was really into those stats. I'm not sure where those stats are now, and I'd be curious if Riot would be willing to publish them again, or maybe I can ask if I can talk about them, because it wouldn't surprise me if there's just way less players interested. Like, any role that's weak in any particular region, if that's just a representation of not a lot of people actually Thanks. playing that role comparatively. Mm -hmm. Like, obviously enough for Qs to pop, but there's a difference between queues to pop versus like if you're a top laner, you're waiting three minutes for a queue to pop because there's so many top laners or, you're, you know, like that's crazy. Yeah, that's something I never really thought about. I wonder what Korea looks like as well. Korea to me is probably a lot of junglers. I just feel like every time I look at the ladder, top yeah. 30 yeah. is just like 20 junglers. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Not entirely sure, but it would be interesting to track. I mean, I hope, I hope first off that obviously like you guys are going to continue to find that success, but it does feel like the level in top lane, maybe partially because of the meta right now, because top laners actually fight each other outside of one orn game one particular orn game <laughs> <laughs> you know we actually get to see a little bit more mechanical skill expression um but kind of focusing in on your last week obviously 5-1 now match versus g2 it was a banger yeah i, I was sweet revenge sweet yeah. sweet revenge i feel like you guys i was i was i was didn't really know who was going to come out on top. I was kind of like, ooh, I think it might be G2. But you guys completely shut down their bottom lane, which I thought was an excellent showing from Neon and Kaiser. Very clear that uh, G2 was not ready for the the Varus, Varus Ash bottom lane. Overall, how did you feel about that match? How do you feel about your guys' performance? I mean, um, it's always nice beating G2, but it's like uh, not really satisfying until unless we beat them in playoffs. Like, uh, I don't want to yeah. be happy, you know, beating them in regular season. Like, we actually went... 2-2 against them last year in regular season and we got swept in playoffs mm, like yeah. in spring right so I wouldn't want that to repeat and I'll you know try my hardest to not let it repeat but it's it definitely like a it's a statement game you know because if G2 is like she's stomping everyone early game and then we get to like stop them from doing that and instead get our own advantage and kind of 
win it like without throwing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, okay, we did we did mess up like once, um, but uh, still, it's like a statement game that we can do that, you know, and that they should be like worried, you know, playing against us because we we show that we know how to beat them, you know. It, yeah. it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a fluke. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, and it's important to. For all the teams, you know, to know as well, you know, who is the top dog right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of, it well, is true. Yeah, and I also think that, like, in the past, when... And that's d- SK, by the way. That's SK. <laughs> SK, Just SK to make are sure. the top dog. We'll, we'll touch Don't on them soon. Don't worry, we to talk about SK. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I think in the past, when you, uh, when you were with G2, obviously, and you guys were on a tear... I still remember this interview that we had with Prolly, where he's like, there's just this aura where they're just untouchable, and you just assume, even if he's walking up and it clearly looks like he's inting, that, like... His jungler is right behind him. You know, and I feel like we have these moments in EU history where there's one team that's untouchable. And that team usually just gets away with random shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because people yeah. are so scared that they know something. that like, oh, they're the better team. They must know something that I don't. Yeah, that used to be the thing, I think, a lot in the past, though. Like, uh, th- those years, season yeah. six, seven, eight, uh, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think season nine as well, kind of with us. But then in season 10, I feel like it started, like, people started, like, yeah, removing that fear, you know, and started, like, fighting more and, like, actually showing what they got you know in a way yeah Yeah. no which i like a lot and i think that it's good that you and that you like not that you make g2 look mortal not that sk didn't also have a fantastic game against both of your teams and lineups but like you prove that you can beat them and i think that just makes one that matchup if we we won't probably won't get to see it in best of threes i expect but when we do get to see it in best of fives assuming the season continues as it does Mm -hmm. just makes it that much more Uh, exciting i remember like a long time ago when i was playing with you guys in the regular season like season nine and ten g2 like you would get an early game lead but the game would still feel really impossible like you guys just moved around the map so well and like you made it so it's like an even game state or maybe you'd make like teams scared of making plays because obviously like you said they're walking up so something must be wrong here but when i look at this g2 lineup i think your draft was insane like you just ban draven Kalista, elise yeah you negate their whole early game i mean we didn't even like... know they're gonna play elise because they haven't showed it and he doesn't play yeah. it really but, but we, a, we got scarred by the game. <laughs> from SK. By the SK. So we just, from Mark, yeah, so that's why we just banned it. Like, just honestly, in case. Just, if there is a, there is a 2% chance they will play Lee today, yeah. we just don't want it. Yeah. 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 If, you, if you watch G2 play, they will just play like uh, a Draven lane bot or they'll play like whatever it may be, any early game pushing bot with a melee support. Hard trade level one, have jungle pathing bot with three camps and then just perma threat and bot dive. And uh, yeah. if they don't have that, it feels yeah. like their they plan is a bit... Then, yeah. yeah, they look a bit different. So to me, G2... Maybe they do have like a really high skill ceiling, but right now I, yeah. you can see the growing pains of like how to play the game. You know, I think when they get an early yeah. lead, it's over, you know, but if they don't, it's a little bit messier. So I think yeah, that's something that probably I would say they're like super good at snowballing because uh, their players are very like talented. Hmm. Uh, I mean, they're still doing some of the same stuff in the mid game that G2 2019 used to do. I remember watching one of the first games where they popped off and I'm like, oh yeah, suddenly that's, they just, oh, they drop bot and put five people in a side lane. What, oh, where have I seen yeah. that move I mean, that's before? like, that's just like cups, like probably, you know, m- making like, like I, I would say probably the only player who really knows how to play mid game well on the team is cups yeah i mean like without like this thing <laughs> too mickey. much poor no, mickey i mean just getting roasted <laughs> no, no no i think i think <laughs> mickey mickey knows how to play mid game as well but uh like when we were on g2 it was like the most calls were made by me cups and yankos so that's why yeah, yeah. i kind of say it right yeah, uh, these like, like side from, from that perspective you know like from from that perspective so i, I would say that like Caps is probably the most knowledgeable one, and mm. maybe if he's not having the best game, m- maybe it's hard for that team to like win from behind, like kind yeah. of that, right? Like I, I don't really, um, I, I'm not too sure. You know, obviously I'm speaking out of my ass, 
uh, but they're really good when they're playing from ahead. Right? <laughs> yeah, when they're playing so, ahead, it looks like a different game. Yeah, when you yeah. say the Caps Union, when you say mid game, is it more like how to find objectives? Is it like, or is it more like side lane orientated? More like cr like creating opportunities to win the game, like yeah. whether it's side lane or whether it's taking a flank or whether it's like trapping or something, right? Like doing some play that will make you win the game. It's mm. not about like specific one thing. It's just like, what yeah. is our win condition right now? You know, how do we yeah. take enemy next? Like, what is the way? Some people like overlook or like don't see the angles that you or kind Some of people just don't know how to win, you know? Some people yeah. don't know what items do you fight on, like, or what, what how do you fight, you know? Like all these yeah. things you need to talk about, you know, which trick do you give, you know? I need to, need to mention all this earlier and make plans, right? Um, some teams just like make plans too late. Like mm -hmm. we do this too as well. We are getting better at it now. Mm -hmm. We're actually getting better at it now. But like when we first started playing, we're like making plans way too late. Like, and you need to make plans. You can't play this game without yeah, yeah, like yeah. making plans. Like you know? cross mapping or like yeah, dropping a like, yeah. oh, you know, you should know like 120 before Drake spawns, whether you're contesting or dropping it. Hmm. So you can set up everything properly. Now, you know? I really prefer when teams just show up and watch the other team take Drake yeah. and just stand and then there go, for a minute. And then go top. And then go top. Yeah, and, and then, then go top. And then, uh, wow, <laughs> you didn't make it in time? Bravo, bro. <laughs> and yeah. then they stop you from taking top tower. Yeah. And it's like, oh my. The, or the tourist objective. Those are my favorite where you just show up to watch them take Harold. Yeah. You're like, all right. Maybe they'll Absolutely. get scared. We're standing here. <laughs> just like cinema watchers, just yeah. watching the Herald film. Yeah, or the, like the Baron starts. Sometimes the Baron starts oh, yeah. where one yeah. team just randomly like, I don't know, it just feels tough sometimes. That was mostly week one, to be fair. It wasn't as yeah. bad week two, but the yeah, we got a lot of the random just start Baron for no reason because we're bored. Yeah, I felt that as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, looking at like how, the, how your team is playing and playing really well together, um, I've been pretty impressed by your individual performance as far as he's like obviously statistically you're doing well Thank but you're you. winning you know what i mean and that's always gonna yeah. make your stats look better you did say he was special at the start but he is special <laughs> his stats are cracked Thank um, you, i could Drake. just read numbers <laughs> but again you're winning a lot and it's um, on a zero and rise so the poem doesn't yeah. work anymore how do you how do you feel about your because i think when people look at you these days they think less about like individual mid lane mechanical superstar and think more about like veteran leader super storied player like how do you feel about your individual performance right now because it seems to me yeah. that you're playing much better than you did last year not that you didn't have good performances last year but like you're really hitting the ground running this season yeah well to me like i don't think i'm doing literally anything different this year than last year i yeah. just think i have a much better teammates around me they just makes me look better like honestly thinking about it like my games last year felt so hard to play mm. like not even like i don't even i'm trying to throw under the bus anybody so i'm just yeah, talking yeah. like in general like they actually just felt really hard to play and i felt like i had to monitor everything mm. to see what's even going on and even if i didn't like the game would just be collapsing and i would be what maybe 20 years ahead on my land but it wouldn't matter you know mm -hmm. so i feel like this year i can just focus more on my play and maybe like help with herald or something you know like help with those like big macro comments but not having to talk about small things and yeah, as mentioned, I really don't feel like I'm doing anything different this year than to last year. Yeah. I'm just playing literally the same. And like that, like, you know, like, you know, I'm not saying that you trigger me. I'm just saying that statement, like, in general yeah. triggers me because like people are making it seem like I was boosted last year <laughs> when in fact I felt like I was like one of the best mids in the league last year. And it's, it's just like sometimes you're just unfortunate, you know? Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. it just doesn't work out well, your way, you know? And you see this. This yeah. happens a lot. It's really hard to, for most people, myself included, to like really look at individual players and see who's performing on a team that's struggling. Because for example, like I think every every number one team in our league has probably had one player who like absolutely does not deserve to get all pro, but they're like on the best team in the league. Mm. So as a result, they look 
cracked. You know what I mean? Not yeah. to name any names. Um, but this happens. Like if four out of five players on your team look good, yeah. you almost yeah. always, unless you're sprinting it by default, will look great. Yeah. You know, and I think the same thing is true for for bad teams where it can be really hard to say like, uh, you know, this is the guy who's actually doing really well because, you know, when your jungler is down six camps and hasn't ganked yet and their jungler is 3-0 and is coming to your lane, it's like, you're going to, of course, you're going to look bad. And, stata- and like, and that's where stats are really dangerous in League yeah. of Legends too because like if you're on a bad team, your stats are going to be shit. Yeah. You're just going to have bad stats. You're going to do less damage. Mm-hmm. Your percentage stats are going to be fine because that's how percentages works. But your raw numbers are just going to be trash. And I think that yeah. is like that's always going to be the struggle for people who are trying to watch and enjoy League casually. It's like if you're not on a bad team solo killing people, you're just going to But look it's, bad. it's even worse because sometimes like uh, to use you as an example, right? Let's say your team's losing and then you go for a play that you know is losing, but it could win you the game. But it look then you die, and it looks even worse yeah, because like you're on a losing team, and it time. makes it look like you're losing the game even faster. But you're just trying to win because the only way <laughs> yeah. to try to win is to int, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, or like try something stupid player, or flip right? something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think in that context, Kobe has been seemed like he's yeah. a bit one v nine sometimes on Australia so far. Yeah, yeah, I mean like Kobe for example looks really insane, right? Yeah, because yeah. he's a shit team and. He looks really, really good, and I think he's playing super well, and he deserves the praises he gets. Like, like uh, Kobe and J- Jonghoon were like, yeah. they have been super good this split. So, why, why wouldn't I get the praise they get? You know, even though they're mm. on one five team, they're clearly like at least a top five top uh, like bot laners. You know, yeah, like, yeah at absolutely. least you know. Oh, they beat XL. Yeah, yeah, they beat XL. Mind, yeah, um, which you know, again, I think this is huge for Kobe because Kobe has kind of been a guy who's who's been there and has kind of been with the Straws for so long now that you just kind of look at him to be stable, but not to be anything special. So the fact that this split, for whatever reason, he's just been performing out of his mind mm. is really good to see. It sucks for Strauss, obviously, that they can't get the results, really. But um, I've been happy with that. Let's take a look at the standings, if we can. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing, because the standings are an absolute... I don't think anyone expected the standings to look like this Actually, after the first two wait, weeks. one thing before we go any further, because I wanted to sing your praises, but I do also need... We also need to talk very briefly about this Tristana mid lane game, because... <laughs> I don't. Someone's gonna be like, oh, "What the? You calling perks good? Did you not see the Tristana mid game? What happened in the Tristana mid game? What's the what's the Tristana? You blind pick Tristana? Well, we have like so much AP right. We have like Maokai and what did we have? We have Maokai, some Maokai, Maokai, Orn, Yumi, I think. Yumi, yeah, and Orn. Uh, so I need to pick an AD mid, and they like Renekton as well. So you really literally can't play melee champs against Renekton. Yeah, mm. it's impossible. Uh, and I'm not playing AP mid again. Like like. I know I played Cinder Maokai versus Astralis, but that's like so dog shit, honestly. <laughs> so I just refused to pick it again. Um, so yeah, I picked Shana mid blind and won my lane. You did win. That's true. So you did win your I, lane. I don't see anything a problem with it. And, yeah. I, and I went and I went seventy CS up on Syndra in twenty five minutes of the game. Okay, all right. So I was I, just saying, I was saying the mid game. I was like, there were some question marks. You just sitting outside. I didn't really, you know, you kind of. But I guess you're right. What can I ask for you when there's yeah. a Prowler's Claw Renekton on the enemy team who just dies you every fight? Yeah, I literally went 70 CS up on enemy mid in like 25 minutes. Yeah. And I was like two levels up. So I don't think there was literally anything wrong so, with my pick. I think we just really butchered our mid-game macro and yeah. like our plays as a team. Like if you just go reverse the game and you see what we have been doing as a team. We, even, <laughs> we were even... The we way were, you say we, yeah. you're like, should I say... We, we you're no, like, no. the way that... We yeah, <laughs> we were even collective. <laughs> we were even ahead ahead in gold by the way yeah, yeah. against SK. So I think the problem was not really in draft, and the yeah. problem was more in our play. Um, so yeah, I we we we, we, we learn a lot. We learn a lot from the game. Good. I mean, it was by far the best pick I could do there. It's not like I can even pick anything else that's remotely as good. So yeah, I think the only yeah. other thing was like Jace, but it was banned, right? Yeah. 
said, yeah. I mean, you're right. The lane phase. I forgot the CS stats being so good. Just the team fights. Yeah. But I can see I, what yeah, you mean. In team fights, I was useless. Yeah. In team, but in team fights, I I can't team fight like against like Sinra and Zeri Lulu like when they're ahead, right? Yeah. Because we we started team fighting once we already inted five times, and then the team fights were impossible. But the fact that I had silent prior the whole game and that she couldn't lane on silent and I had always the first move should make us win the game a lot easier than it was it was mm. for us, you know? You yeah. like, so yeah. I, I don't think Chisana was picked for teamfight that game. It was picked for like silent pressure and being able to actually... Well, she wins most lanes, right? You just No, like, she doesn't actually. Really? Yeah, because I thought Halo, like, back in the day when used, people used to pick her when she first started she popular. Wins, she wins the, the first few levels. Like, I, I mean... Without speaking too much into details, yeah, like yeah, 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 I shouldn't sure. be, I shouldn't be winning the lane as I should. I just picked it because I needed AD source and I needed something that's not gonna int against Renekton. Like yeah. if I had like Yasuo or Yorn, I would be like literally ten deaths <laughs> a game, you know. So yeah. so uh, basically, I needed to pick something that can that can that can be fine on silent this game. Yeah, and I decided to go for that. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, like I still stand behind my pick. I don't think our draft was good in general. Yeah, but given our draft that we had. I think my pick was the best pick that I could have done there. Yeah. And I will, I will stand behind it. And I don't care what some random silver players like tell me or, <laughs> or tell my team <laughs> or something. Chat. You know, like, yeah. I, I why agree. are you guys even talking? You guys are bronze, you know? Like, just, just don't just don't talk, you know? I, I agree in the sense that you needed an AD mid there. Otherwise, it gets complicated. Yeah. I'm so like a unless big... people want me to play Zaya mid, like, then. then <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying, new patch, bro. That is true. Zaya oh, mid might that be is true. That new is patch? actually true. That is true. Being able to buy what the steel Stupid uh, cooldown reduction. Don't item worry, don't don't worry. Worry. I'll try. Second bro. item. I'll try it for you, Drake. Thank you, bro. <laughs> for you. Fiending, dude. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember Tristana mid was like the pick into TF back in the day. Like you just yeah. push him pick in TF, and yeah. that was like the only time you had Tristana mid. And then other than the Lucian mid days and the Cogmo mid days, but that was a long time ago. That was really long ago. I just remember Halo Blades Ooh. with demolish. What about just a Corky so pick? strong? Corky pick, but Corky is like full AP. Yeah, I saw Chovy playing Corky. Yeah. That's the only every time I've seen it. But I feel like when I think you, it could work, yeah. When you have Malka quick play when you have Malka on your team and you just pick one more poke champ and you get into river. Oh, no, it could work. When yeah. I see I think it was the Fnatic game they were playing. Actually, like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mark. Did you say put Maokai and AP jungler next to Corky and AP mid laner? You moron! How could you? Why would he want yeah, AD champion? I don't champions? know what the build would be, but I just remember seeing the Fnatic game when they're playing Maokai Jace yeah, mid jungle. I think actually if we had like, like, yeah, if we had I mean, if we had AD top and then I could pick Corky. Yeah, I think it makes sense, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. what your four or five was. I remember but with Orn, with Orn, like yeah, with we Orn needed like hard. some DPS yeah. champ, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it made yeah. sense when I looked at it. I was like, shit, double carries. I can yeah, see it. Your yeah. team, like in your team fights. I know you didn't pick it for team fights, but in theory, if you don't get really far behind, you got Maokai freaking Orn. Like yeah. you should just be able to free hit most of the fight. No. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's just say uh, let's just move on from that. <laughs> let's move on from that. <laughs> like, I would anyway. like I would like to if I if I speak I get in big trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't want you. I don't want you to throw anybody under the bus here. <laughs> um, moving over to the bot, back to the bottom of the table though, that was a bit of a bit of a tangent. Um, Astralis, I think a lot of people like shout, obviously shout out to Copy, shout out to Jong Hoon playing super well, playing aggressive, stepping up, getting as much work as done as they can. The reason Astralis has early leads in any of their games. Aside from the Excel one, which they kind of just like gapped entirely, is Kavi and Jonghoon, which I think is sick. Mm. That said, not enough thus far. The biggest surprise of the season to me is Excel. One in five. All of these players were decent to good last season. To very good in some cases. I don't want me literally won the split. Right? Yeah, I think he outperformed BB in the finals as well. I mean, he yeah. picked Orn blind into Gwen and then solo killed him on the tower. It's like, like, I don't know how, bad. how scrims were going, but are you... Luca, as surprised by this as we are, that Accelerate this far down. Like, why? What is your read on this? On them being mm -hmm. like one five at this point? 
Um, good question. <laughs> um, wait, let me think. You're thinking, you, you, think you need to, to figure out it. how to phrase it because I like again, I'm okay. not trying to start. Okay, beef yeah, here. yeah. So to begin with, I did not for a second think Excel was gonna be a super team and they were getting phrased out. I thought they would be top five team. Yep. Like top top six, let's say top six team. I thought they would be a top six team, surely. Yeah. But so I no, I didn't didn't expect them to be one and five. That's for sure. I didn't I thought they would be better than that. Yeah. I didn't expect them to be like top three, as yep. maybe some people have. So they have definitely um they're performing below my expectations. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I think the thing that's so shocking, because I think if you show me SK and BDS being as competitive as they are, mm. um, there's a world where I could believe Excel or any other team is 1-5. You know what I mean? Just because they're caught off guard by how, you know, they have a rough start or whatever. But Excel are really struggling. Like individual performances are rough. Patrick and Targamus are looking lost. And I thought for sure that that would be like the most reliable point on that team across the board. Mark, like... Yeah. What's what's uh, your what's your take uh, here? Uh, yeah, I agree that I don't think they're labeled as a super team, but some people had them in like the top of the league, like top three and uh, stuff. Phil, can we get the tier list? Where did we where did we put them? Let's um, just let's just check the receipts real quick. I had them in it's A or B. Yeah, okay, yeah towards right there. top three. Yeah, right there. Oh wow. The the way the roster is built is I mean, it's kinda like the Fnatic roster from last year where you had like Wunder from G2, Humanoid from Mad Lions, Razork yeah. from uh, Misfits. In the same sense, you have Odo from from uh, Rogue, Sirx from Astralis, Vito from Misfits, and so, these are like the best performing players on paper on their t- on their team at the time. Yeah. Whether statistically or just like performance wise of how they're playing the game. Yeah. But I don't know when you throw players together like that, I feel like there needs to be like a period of click. You know. Maybe there needs to be a team a building. A yeah, building team building yeah. exercises. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like Luca was talking, Perks talking earlier about the honeymoon phase, and I think yeah. when you start a brand new team, you always. You're very forgiving, you know. You lose yeah. a couple of days of scrims, no one cares. And in the honeymoon phase, you normally win a lot of scrims, you know. Like the first two weeks, everything's just perfect. Yep. But I don't know if anything looks perfect to me because when I look at Excel on the stage, they just look lifeless. No one's like enjoying themselves. I mean, it feels, they just feel stressed as hell. It, it feels very doom and gloom. Um, I mean, you got VTO tweeted out recently that he is not. To just simplify, you can check his Twitter if you want to see the exact context. He's not feeling great about his performance. Yeah, and I guess the only player you can kind of excuse in a way is maybe Odo, because um, in most games you just look top and it's kind of even. Maybe he died once, maybe... I mean, he did get solo killed a few times this split, so the, I think that's the, the problem. In the first week, yes. Second week, it was getting a little worse, yeah. I would say. But uh, I don't know. Xerxes and VTO, just nothing's happening. They're playing like Talia lanes and they're just standing in their lanes doing nothing. Uh, Patrick and Targamas are just losing 2v2. Uh, they're playing, they're trying to do G2 style, you know, against Astralis. They tried to play Draven, Nautilus, Sejuani and play with Talia mid and die. <laughs> <They're hot>. like, <laughs> we, but, can, but, we have G2 at home. <laughs> G2 at home. <laughs> it, was kind of, it kind of was G2 at home because they, like, Targamas's hooks, hooks were hitting me and I wasn't even in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Like, this guy was like trying to hook, he hit the wall and died or something. Mickey's, Mickey's hooks like cursed to the minions. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah, yeah. on the dash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. hooks like hooks the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just completely. I, do like the I mean, I, just... I don't want to. I don't want to beat on that horse. It was just. It was just. I think they just took the playstyle and was like, hmm, maybe our early game jungler is not as strong because they have Trundle, but we'll pick Talia and we'll push mid and dive bot. And they push mid and. They all I'm saying have, is we're know. gonna we're gonna do a content piece where all the whiffed hooks over the years just result in you getting slammed into random <laughs> objects in your house, it's like mid cast, just getting hooked out of the <laughs> cast. Just, just slammed into the wall, pulled yeah. out. Um, I don't know. Nothing's working. They've tried so many different things yeah. as well, from what I've seen. Like they've 
They've even tried to be creative. They played like a Jin support game. They had Cirque on his comfort champs like Wukong and stuff. VTO on, on Silas just looks lost. Uh, the only game they won was a TF game where I think their draft was just really good. I mean, they picked like TF into Akali and had Jax. So yeah, they got there. Their eventually. side lane was just really strong. And that was um, basically it. Are they done? Like, I want to talk about the rest of the teams. So in the I, looked at, I saw a number of statistics and I don't like overreading the statistics, but um, Again, yeah, chances of making top eight for every team. Yep. Excel was the lowest. They were at 6%. Uh, I think Astralis was at 15%. Now, I don't know how they based that. Probably off of like strength of schedule, win rates, historical, I don't know. Uh, usually, it's 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 literally just assumes every game is a 50-50. And it's just mm. the amount of remaining scenarios yeah, that's the where scenarios. they make top eight. To be honest, I think it's Astralis, Fnatic, and Excel who... Those are three teams. Two of them won't make it. Um, that's crazy. I didn't know players race is going to be this hype for like uh, top eight, you know? Like, yeah, it's not, yeah, it's yeah. not top six. Like, well, because you eight. think that like... Because... Yeah. Every split we've had up until this split, it's been like, well, ninth, 10th, who cares? You know what I mean? Mm. It's all about sixth and sixth is always tight. And there's maybe three teams racing for six. But if there's three teams racing for six, that's top, that's 18. Actually, we're like resolved, you know, we're good. Yeah. You know, I think Koi might not bake it either. Yeah, they also have rough schedule. Because they, have, they have like us and uh, you and G2. G2. <laughs> and a lot of people are saying like Fnatic look terrible. What's happening with Fnatic? La 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 la. Koi look terrible as well. They look worse. <laughs> They actually just look worse than Fnatic. I, I Fnatic's games are at least being thrown. Koi's games, uh, I don't know what's going on. The games are just lost in, in 10 minutes. It just feels like they have no way back into the game. Like Even with comfort champs like Larson playing Azir, there was nothing going on. Uh, I don't know how one change in top changed everything, but their bot lane is definitely not looking like the bot lane of last year, which I think is a big point because I think bot lane right now is like so really important. important i mean you're literally just drafting bot lane every single game right it's like yeah. jungle and yeah. bot lane every single draft just yeah about. yeah i mean bot lane is definitely important like in draft especially but mm. i still feel like mid jungle has like really big impact on the game yeah um as long as you play well together and pressure together yeah. i think rogues also problem is like they're they've always been a mid-centric team like ironically they they like mm -hmm. they always send all units to mid mm. Not to actually again discredit Larson, like it sounds like maybe I'm just, I'm, just coming here to uh, flip yeah, him yeah, around. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it. it's it's more like the way they they worked as a unit. Like they would like give Larson positional advantage, which I think his biggest strength is also laning. Mm -hmm. Larson is like really good at laning um, and getting advantages in laning phase. So his team would play towards him. But now that his bottom is not doing as well as they have last year, and they're still like permagank mid. I think that's like an issue for them, you know, because yeah. they don't get pressure bot as much as maybe other teams get mm. from jungle. Jungle goes mid a lot. Mid still plays like uh, not too active champs, mm -hmm. you know, or he's not too active. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think it, it does what you mentioned, I rely a lot on comp and Trimby actually performing like well, you know, yeah. and not getting to it to do by Dawson do you think this meta is hard for Maorang actually there's no like Jarvan Trundle Poppy anymore and it's more like team fight orientated farming Maokais mm. pokey Maokais I mean I think he's Sejuani a bit here and there yeah I think maybe Sejuani is his best champ now because she can gank um, the other junglers yeah. don't really gank as much or you have to play like junglers and gank and farm like Kindred, Belvet, um, Grey, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I guess he could play Elise now because Elise has come out of come in meta like out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's been open so lucky for a while, so it's mm -hmm. I guess it was just a matter of time before she shows up. Yeah, because I feel like Larson always tends towards mages, and as much as this affects a lot of teams, I feel like double AP mid jungle is just really common right now. 
No, that double yeah. AP mid jungle is fine right now. Yeah, it, it is fine. It just depends what like how much AP you have. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. the game we get played against the Shaw is we had like Maokai, Syndra, and Lux. Mm-hmm. So we had so much Merc's value, and also we had Caitlyn who's gonna build Gale Force Fire Cannon. Mm. So. We had literally, they were only stacking MR and we had nobody to kill the Cassante, nobody to kill the Viego with Mo and Mercs, you know. It just depends what champs you're drafting with double yeah. AP. But double AP mid-jungle is common right now because yeah. AD mids are just not that great and you have to pick the prior picks in, in jungle, right? Yeah. yeah. In yeah. the LCK, I think they're playing like, Chovy and Closer were playing Irelia, Faker was playing Set. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you can pull out some niche picks, but like... It's tough they're though. they're very risky. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. they you could just look like a complete clown, like I did with Justana, right? You know, haha. <laughs> 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 no, but like seriously, with really and set and champs like this, like it's very easy for the game to go wrong. Yeah, and then they yeah. just outscale you. And well, at least with range champ, like you know, like maybe I'll play a Filios mid, you know, because at least you have like scaling. Filios <laughs> <laughs> mid, Dracos would love you. You were like, that, bro, I love this. Stuff. Okay, because I, I actually want to play it on the next patch. <laughs> Because yeah, it gets yeah. like giga buffs, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I second, Bloodthirster third, overkill buff, BT shield buff, just like getting 700 shield. Oh, Get yes. graved in there as well, maybe just full tank AD carries <laughs> mid or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, I see what you're saying. And I think it makes sense. I think that historically EU has always, uh, and maybe it was because we were more of a best one format, maybe this will change in best of threes, straight away from the super volatile picks like Aurelia when Aurelia was super uh viable as a flex pick back in 2019 I think we saw more of it but yeah 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 but yeah. since then we don't see yeah. it's why we don't see a lot of these like Fiora always surprises me but Fiora is such a meta staple now that's maybe not yeah. as surprising we don't teams in general in Europe do not play a lot of like high risk picks Volatile champs, yeah. yeah yeah they You're always right. want to play picks that have like a high floor in terms of what they're going to provide like they'll always be relevant in some capacity and so I just don't Maybe I think because the best ones, it makes sense what you mentioned. Like yeah. there is less initiative to take risks, like in draft or in play, right? Yeah, and I think that it's also one of those things where we talk about scrim time, and especially in this schedule where you've got three game days a week, and you've got three scrim days where your first scrim day you're coming off of your your weekend. So I don't want to say people are going to be hungover, but you know, like they're gonna like they're gonna need some time to recover from their weekend. I, like, I might be hungover. <laughs> It's like, it's like, how many scrims do you really have to practice Aurelia? And is that really how you want to spend yeah, your time? Yeah, like, like one game of Aurelia, you know, to like go into dumpster fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might actually play today. <laughs> but not yesterday a bit, but... Yeah, a recovery day. Um, yeah, so I just, I don't know. I feel like it's not never something we've gone towards. But this is a really... I think some of this is going to be because of the new format. But this split feels really wild to me because it feels like the first time where nameplates don't mean nearly as much as they did. Because in the past... You could guess outside of super teams imploding, which always happened, you know, mm. to a certain degree, or quote unquote super teams from a public perspective. Again, yeah, yeah. Um, you just could read the names on a team and be like, that's a top five team. Mm. That's a bottom five team. And very easily sort through. And this feels like the first split where you can't do that. Because if I read the nameplates on Fnatic Coin Excel, I'd be like, those are top five teams easy. If I read the nameplates again on SK BDS Heretics, I'm like, bottom five team. And the, not easy, maybe in Heretics' the, case, yeah. uh, nameplay value. But it's like this season. It means nothing. And the craziest part is these games that SK and BDS are playing and they're winning, they're playing good. They're like good. it's not just like four best of ones which yeah, they pick scaling yeah. in and then just flip the fight on their elder or something. Though like, I will say I think SK is probably better than BDS hmm. just because I feel like BDS wins um, have been handed over by Adam a lot. Adam, yeah. I, yeah. Un- <laughs> unironically, 
Adam is like the best performing top player in the league. Adam, Adam <laughs> like, is good. No, like the, meta, the meta is so like wildly good for I, him like, or something. I don't know. You wouldn't believe it if I said it, but ironically, Adam is like carrying his team giga hard. Well, <laughs> like the, the Starius game. And look, I, I have to, hard, yeah. I kind of have to eat my words because I, in the past when we watched Adam play Darius and Olaf, I was like, this is the most annoying thing in the world because he either kills somebody or he does nothing all game because these champs are useless. Yeah. But he has retained that crazy champion pool, but individually, dude's way better. Like, the I mean, dude the is... the meta also fits the him. The meta better. for sure yeah. fits him. Don't get me yeah. wrong. If it changes over to tank meta, we'll see how he well, goes. Yeah. He, does, like, but, he even got advantages before, but he would throw them randomly. Yeah. Like, he actually just carries now. He just plays smart. And he yeah, doesn't overextend. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Adam, Adam, the glow up from Adam yeah. last time we saw him in this league to now yeah. is actually sick. Also, Crown is playing like Jin and stuff. Jin, yeah, they're playing like a lot of Jin lanes, yeah. uh, Jin Tum. So Which, bot lane is like chilling. I like it. That Adam's going to play Psycho pick way. stop lane, let him play Jin bot lane. Yeah, you know? I mean, how deep does it go? I mean, also, he's got Darius, Olaf, and Jax. And in Champions Q last night, he was Blazer playing Garen. as well, and Garen. His Garen, you know, he was like five and two. <laughs> Sorry, and he had like a massive. Yeah, he might actually play Garen. Ironically, he might actually play Garen. Yeah. If, if they get banned out, I think he'll might play towards Garen. Because um, in Champions Q, I was watching Bo, and he was playing, I can't remember what it was, maybe Elise or something. And he pressed tab, and I was. They were, they were like 21 to 7 in kills down, losing the game. Adam was like 6 and 2 on Garen with like a 500 shutdown, just like 40 CS up. And I was like, how many more psycho picks is this? That was against Photon, I think, by the way. I was like, ah, can't play. But is there a, I also play. saw Bo and Photon messaging each other, and they were like, Bo messaged Photon. He's like, hey, I'm against Adam. I'll gank top. And, like, and then Photon was like, okay, good. And I was just like, wait, do they just hate him or something? Do they want to like tilt him before a game or something? I don't think they want to tilt him. <laughs> I think I that's th just a strategy. If Adam's going to play Garen, I think yeah. you gank the Garen lane or yeah. you just accept your fate, you know? Yeah. I'm excited for Saturday, Sunday then. BDS versus Vitality. Yeah. We're casting that game. So hopefully we oh, see yeah, some game. Hopefully, hopefully yeah but overall like why why do you think that we're seeing so many of these big big name teams fall is it just i don't want to like and again this is kind of actually a difficult question so you don't have to answer this but to me it's starting to look more and more like the offs either the off season or the preseason practice blew up for a lot of these teams and the team environments just seem not great like you talk about how vitality is very diligent and like yeah. building a team that would work well together this year rather yeah, than yeah. just grabbing the best available players and for fanatic uh, they grab the players they perceive to be the best available players from a roster that already, again, from an outside perspective, was volatile last year that we know had some internal struggles. And Excel, grabbing five players that they thought were the best available, just doesn't seem to be working. So mm -hmm. is it just that, like, team construction this year has just been sloppy, maybe? I don't like, I'm just trying to figure out, I'm just spitballing here, but I'm just mm -hmm. trying to figure out why there's so many teams full of, like, players who on paper should be performing well, really well, but it's just, like, all of these teams look like a hot mess. I mean, maybe they haven't been sloppy in team building, but maybe they just didn't know what to exactly expect as well. Yeah. Because for me, uh, the teams that get along the best usually win the most. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously they have to be good players as well, right? Yeah. But for example, I know for a fact that Vitality and G2, they like each other, like the, the players, not like the teams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, and like Mad Lions, I'm pretty sure, I think they get along quite well. well. Yeah. Uh, so BDS probably well. teams like SK and BDS who have had really probably low expectations going into the LEC. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like as similar as when I joined with G2 with like Trick and Emperor and Hybrid and Kiki Stop, right? Like yeah. I didn't have much expectations and we're getting along well. 
and winning games it gave us big big confidence boost we were super happy like we were like just riding the high right mm-hmm. and we end up actually winning the split even so they have probably similar vibes where they're like just happy that they get the chance to play in lc you know for some again for some second year for some first year right uh so i would say that yeah sk and bds have decent players pretty good players like how they say not bad players yeah like uh and they're riding that high uh, I still think it might be harder for them in the later parts of the season to contest with like us and G2, for example. Hmm. Um, whereas like what you mentioned, Fnatic and Koi and Excel to an extent, but to a lesser extent to me, like just, just performed way worse. Like yeah. I would ex- I would have expected Koi, you know, I would have put Koi in S tier yeah. uh, as well. Whereas like it wasn't clear what... Shigenda was going to bring it's quite clear now that you know what he brings is like less than what, what Omni brought to the team you know mm-hmm. uh, obviously you know he's like a rookie right so I mean a rookie not really a rookie but like he's not the most experienced he's, he's player he's not like a veteran yeah yeah, 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 yeah exactly yeah, yeah. and um, the, but the thing is the loss like the lots of the other parts of that team like he's just not performing as they used to as well yeah and for Fnatic like that team was like either going to be good or just going to be bad like uh and i think it's the latter one <laughs> there yeah. was no middle ground it was either gonna yeah. succeed or it yeah. was gonna crumble yeah they probably might make it into playoffs and might even make the best of fives like the first best of trees but i don't think they're gonna be contesting for the top spots mm. personally yeah. i think they have way too many um obvious issues that yeah. you know just not gonna magically solve themselves yeah even with time you think it's not gonna solve it no i don't think so they're gonna make roster changes i'm like pretty sure after a spit or two you think they'll change yeah roster? i think so yeah well, yeah, yeah, I mean, for an organization like Fnatic, if they don't make top eight, you assume that something's got to, something's got to go. I think they will make top eight, though. Like, I think they yeah. will make top eight. Yeah, yeah, I think they're likely to make it looking at their schedule. They you play know? Yeah. Mad, Astralis, SK. Right, yeah. And then you look at so, Koi, who has like Vitality G2, you know, yeah. it's kind of like you so balance it out. Yeah. Um, do you think XL would go in that realm of roster changes as well? Yeah, if a roster I think like so, that yeah. doesn't make yeah, top eight? Yeah, I'm, I'm 100%. Like, when, when you make a roster with these kind of expectations and you like fail to meet any of expectations by a large margin even there the is, minimum yeah the, even the minimum yeah i think there is no even point going on like mm. with the same roster like you need to make a change is like, it like it's not even like anything personal like you don't like you don't even have to remove the the worst player you just have to remove the player that that you think creates the most problem and even that makes a placebo effect on the rest of your team whereas like you just ch- make a change just for the sake of it yeah. for making it better for making something different it, it like refreshes one change yeah one change can mean a lot like i mean first one that came to mind was like mickey to, spl- to splice splice went from like a ninth place in season six mm-hmm. to like a second place team yep. in like one change you know or like niski to Mad, right you. you know like for example these kind of changes like they're obvious benefiters uh the teams are the teams are the benefiters of the change with just one change it doesn't mean that player was like maybe super be- much better than the other one or like it's not like the, the player alone will gonna boost you from ninth to first, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it's not about Mickey yeah. being individually better. It's about I mean, okay, it, it, re- I mean, but it, he was, he was. It, it, it is, it was, yeah, it was. But, but it was, it was like more like a breath of fresh air that boosts yeah. everybody else as well. You you're know? basically trying to recapture the honeymoon phase yeah, and, and yeah, start yeah. over. You're yeah, trying yeah. to start over, and the easiest way yeah, to do that exactly, is to change exactly, one player. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And that's not that's just the business, you know. It's like it's nothing even like i mean it's sure it sucks you know for the player getting replaced but it's like it's just business like hmm. maybe sometime i will end up getting kicked you know like maybe yeah. not right like you, you never you never really know so you always have to think that like how you how you behave and how you perform 
I think it's more about how you behave and how you interact with others. Like it's, you will never get, unless you're like really inting, you'll never get like removed from performance alone. Like yeah. it's all about how you're actually interacting with others. Yeah, that's true. It's very rare to get removed from performance. It's more like, because uh, I think the way Perk said it there was really accurate where to an extent being a good player is important and that's like a bare minimum. But like how you interact with others is such a different and bigger scale on how well the team will perform. Because if you've got like, three or four players which are quite bad socially or bad like in like accepting teammates or being funny or enjoying yeah, themselves yeah, yeah. they're just like they're destructive even though, even though they're like an insane player they're yeah, just yeah. destructive to the environment yeah. right yeah um so yeah interesting we'll see how it pans out i don't know that that this top eight i thought the top eight would be clear you know i came into I, this we knew we knew the top eight we came into everyone i think we were literally like it. okay so it's going to be astralis in 10th and then is it sk or bds exactly. in ninth? just and like it's been it. the last two three years yes. whatever yeah. it's been you know like top eight, this, this will be boring you know yep. we're gonna get excited looks forward to the bo3 stage then you look at this and you're like dude it, <laughs> it, it ends this weekend like there's, there's only after True. this weekend like like in two days again it starts or something yeah. like two, three yeah. days after yeah. this weekend there's yeah. three weeks left of the split yeah, that's it. No, this is psycho. And then we start Normally again. it's nine weeks, I know. break week, I know. playoffs. Yeah. There's three weeks left. It's psycho. <laughs> it's absolutely weekend. unhinged. Um, yeah. Wait, sorry. I'm I'm like ignorant. Does best of threes last only one week? No, no, best of threes. So we play 10 <laughs> best of threes sure. total, right? Yeah, Over so five so days. So not... Oh, so it's five days in a row. No, 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 no. So it's one okay. weekend, three days. Oh, yeah, I see. Oh, okay, the so the next weekend, okay, three weekends. Weekends. It's two weekends. Yeah. But the Monday of that last it's weekend is the first best of five. Oh, so it goes shit. So it's, yeah, so it's, so it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, best of three. Saturday, Sunday, yeah, best of three. Yeah, Monday, best of five. The schedule is the equivalent of just like drinking like three Red Bulls in a single sitting and just being like, let's go. So is there only one week of best of five then? Yeah. So yeah. Oh. So from that Monday, then there's three more days, and yeah. there's, there's four best of fives total, I think. Man, that's fun. hype! Actually, yeah. I'm I'm so down for the schedule. Yeah. I like faster paced schedules. But, yeah, but actually, I, I knew the schedule. But I wonder who I just it, forgot. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> yeah, okay. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. To be fair, I'm forgetting all the time, bro. It's we're, it's gonna take. <laughs> but, we got but, so used to best of one if for a million years. There's two days of best of threes with yeah. uh, two games each. Yeah. Right. That's eight teams on those two days yeah. playing. Yeah. That means one team is playing a best of three, in, or two teams are playing a best of three into a best of five. Right, so two Dude, I'm on the Monday there will be two teams from the top eight who have to play in the best of three. Why are you doing this to me? I'm getting a headache. I'm getting a headache. Like, but it's a lot stop. of prep, you know. All I'll say <laughs> is, I assume that the way that it'll work is either the teams that have made it out first, because some teams will make it out for sooner. They'll play later. Probably. Will play either either they will play sooner to give the teams who are like who were in the elimination match more time to prepare, or they'll be like, "Screw oh, you guys, you're you. bad. You came in later." jump yeah, right in yeah, yeah. but i don't actually know because yeah two teams will play a best five, but we'll, right? we'll find out medic will do a, a thing where he explains it he'll point at some stuff he'll click some stuff yeah. like he does um yeah so i don't actually know who plays the first best of five for the sake of the teams who are i hope no one who had to play the day before has to play that best of five but that's brutal <laughs> it is brutal oh man um, things we haven't talked about at all yet even though we're already coming up short on time we haven't talked about new patch uh, coming into best of three. I guess we have one more week, so we can wait. We'll we can wait to that next week. week. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, last thing, changes for best of three, since we won't get to talk to you next week. Do you think that, like when I look at this right now, if we take top eight as it is right now, there's, I look at you, Vitality, and Mad. Teams are going to transition super well to best of three. You, Vitality, and Mad. I'm not on G2 anymore. Vitality, I didn't even talk about I'm sorry, years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, You'll always just be that kid who showed up in 2016, you know? You'll uh, always be the caster that showed up in yeah, 2016. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
We're the old, old, we're the old boys now. Yeah. Um, True. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure how SK and BDS like actually adapt to best of three. But do you? I feel like your team, G2, Mad, teams that are more proven in best of series, I feel like should get even stronger in best of threes. Do you think that that's yeah, fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. Like that's what I would say is all right. It would be like mm. a fair, like for me, I'm expecting to meet G2 a lot this year. Yeah. Like in the best of series, like quite a lot. Because I feel like they will have the edge on the other teams. Um, now, I w- it would be, be nice even if we got surprised, you know? Like if somebody like SK or BDS or even Mad like show up a lot in the best of series. Mm-hmm. Um, How likely do you think that is? Uh, I mean, I think SK could. SK might, yeah. I yeah. think BDS maybe a bit less likely. Again, Maybe I'm like, I think Adam is the best performing top player right now, mm. but I'm not sure how long that will last, you know, like, yeah. and I'm not sure how long people will keep giving him those angles, you know, like picking three melee top sides into knowing yeah, any top player is a yeah. Darius one trick. Yeah. Like, I mean, how much, um, how they phrase this nicely. How hard do you have to in-draft to fall into this Yeah, trap? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, how uh, many times are they going to fall for the same yeah, trick? Yeah, like how do you do this like willingly, you know? Like h- how? Like yeah. you can't. If you say, just a quick touch, if you say like Adam is probably the strongest point on BDS, what would you say is the strongest point on SK? Is it their bot jungle? Yeah, I think it's their bot jungle. And you think that's Though more consistent I, in the I best will, of three? I will just say, I think that SK's, um, how do I say? I think SK's mid and top Okay, I think SK's strongest point is Bone Jungle. Like, yeah. I think for BDS is top, right? But I think SK's mid and top are more stable performers than BDS bot and mid. Okay. Even mm. though I will say my boy Labrador has been performing quite well. Mm. Yeah. Because he always gets the slack. I think he's been performing super well. And I think Crowny and Labrador are actually playing really well. I just think that SK mid and top are actually performing well as well, you know? Yeah. Like, they are not like in thing. Uh, they they are like Sardis has some pop of games as well, right? Like he's been grinding a lot, I know, and I think it's showing. And mm-hmm. I'm yeah, he went to Korea uh, in the off season. Yeah, I think. and I'm actually I'm actually happy because uh, for him because uh, he's showing that the hard work is paying off, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he's a grinder, so that's good. And I think that SK um, SK Botlin has looked better than people expected him to see. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, definitely. So and yeah, and Marcon is obviously the shining the shining light right now uh, on the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the team does depend a lot on how Marcon does mm-hmm. in the early game, because you know in the games he's played in week one, he has like he's had like inactive junglers. Yeah, well, and he also then said, he started playing much more active junglers. He said in interviews too that he it now has to talk a lot more in this team than he ever had to talk in the past. He has to worry a lot more about what everyone else is doing, and so I think that like when junglers also have to be primary communicators you can see when they're playing when they're Very playing well, yeah, yeah when they're yeah, playing yeah. active early game yeah, champs yeah. the entire team looks way way better and yeah, so yeah it's true it's true yeah. if he falls behind yeah. or if he has to play a slower jungler like i can definitely see so that so i didn't actually problem. hear that he said that but since given the fact that he said that like it's it just makes me feel like uh it, it might be harder for them also to adapt to like different methods, you know, like yeah. we, we will see, right? Or maybe they have a lot of rookies and unexperienced players, mm. like you could, uh, irrelevant and Certus having what one year max in the LEC. Yeah. Like yeah. Mark Kuhn's the most veteran. Yeah. So that's like a crazy one thing, one right? Year. So I think you just give them a bit more time and th- those players could, could be, gr- could be pretty good, right? So yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. So yeah, I think in best threes, I agree. And like more consistent, like having a strong jungle bot into best of threes is probably more flexible than yeah. really cycle top that can be figured out. But the irony is we said this about Malrang last year in spring. <laughs> Every weekend we had a different jungler come on and it was like, yeah, it's playstyle. He's uh, gonna get he's, exposed. He's just gonna yeah, get exposed. Just gonna get exposed.
closed. But I think the meta changes might shift. Um, I mean, it's as a the year goes on patch, away so from it's these. a huge patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a really uh, psycho patch to go from best of one to best. Of like three. even yeah. like even like it item is, changes. Yeah. Like I mean, black black mean changes for jungle. Is, they mean a lot. Yeah. They mean a lot. Yeah. They mean a crazy amount. Honestly, yeah. like, like you, they reworked a roll. Like yeah. eighty yeah. carries. And Vi can now like rush black cleaver first item. Like it's good. You know. Yeah. No more chain sword or whatever. I think bottlers should be a lot different now as well. Yeah. Like you misleaded. And when one champ gets leader from the equation, it already means a lot. Like for draft, you know, there is no like zero Yumi, Lushunami trades. Lushunami is also nerfed, probably still gonna be playable. So it's but maybe like, melee supports, you think? Maybe in the patch after when it's like getting changed. You know, and like, they buffed all the melee support. Where the freak mentioned it. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They buffed like every single yeah. melee support. But we, we don't know yet, right? We'll, ju we'll just see what happens. We have to keep testing and trying. It's interesting though. <laughs> it isn't, it feels like it feels like it should have been done. Uh, yeah, it feels like it might have should have been the start of the season. <laughs> in preseason. Uh, yeah, maybe we're, we're supposed to do the tests for uh, big changes rather than between the, the best and best to come three. back is Thresh. I want Thresh to come back. I think it's just so fun to watch as a champ. But uh, yeah. I think that was played once, Varus Thresh, but Thresh, they, it lost. Thresh is a bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I think go back to sleep, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Thresh is that champion who is, like, doesn't do what you want you a range. Pike. So, yeah, I mean, I do. But Pike is like... We're on the same page here with champions that you're probably just throwing if you pick Honestly, them. Honestly, I think good. Thresh is just so useless, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, Got to get him buffed yeah, up. He, he's, he's worse so than useless. all the engaged champs at yeah. engaging, and he's worse than all the ranged champs at, at winning ranging. lane. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. when do you pick? He's Thresh? in the middle ground of being useless. Yeah. If, you could, if you could play blind, but pick, you, you know, could pick two like, Threshes think, against but, each other. But I think, like design-wise, like the best champion ever designed. He's one of the best champions ever designed. Thresh hands down. Maybe he's like so sick. Yeah, the champ is so sick. Little rework, maybe some Souls animations. You know, I different know, spell. Man. I don't know what he crack needs. him into this, but he was so insane. He needs to watch. more stats because he doesn't do damage. Yeah, like if you, you, I don't know if you guys actually watched League back then, like season three, yeah, yeah. four. Like Thresh used to one shot. Yeah, like I remember. His flay, I remember playing like Infinity his Edge play Thresh. Literally, five, five man literally shield. One shot. Like, like level flay. one, level Boom. one, you could kill enemy by yourself. Yeah. And now he doesn't do any damage. So of course he sucks because yeah. he literally doesn't. Do, you have to hit hook, ignite, e into ult to do like any damage like yeah. some damage but before if you do that you get 100% a kill yeah, like 100% a kill if you get hit by trash before you are going down yeah yeah it wouldn't surprise me though if he's just one of those champions who Actually, now if you get if you get hit by trash hook, you're very likely to even kill the trash. <laughs> <laughs> just turns into a free kill for you. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like this is one of those things where like probably the reason he can't get buffed in pro is because like he'd just murder solo queue forever. He would just yeah. be the ruiner of low elo solo queue because like already in low elo you're you're like. Well, yeah. there's a Thresh Solo on the team. Pro play Guess I'll walk Wait, out is... from behind my minion wave and get hooked, guys. Yeah. Is you know? Thresh actually OP in Lovey Little Woods? No, I don't know. I, I just assume. No I just know that Solo Q... I, I don't think so. In Solo I think Q, uh, are OP in Solo Q, Zach is just terrorizing, I know. That's all. Yeah, Zach is busted, that's for sure, yeah. yeah. God bless. Nerf Zach. Um, last thing before we go, big games coming up this week, but I do want to get final predictions for the, the two teams that are not making it. Who are, who are finishing ninth and 10th? Astralis is an easy one. I'll give you that if okay. you guys want to stand by it. Who is the other team that is not making it out, gentlemen? I can go through schedules if you want. Uh, I'm hey, going to say... Could you tell me who's Astralis playing? Astralis is playing SK, Fnatic, and Koi. So basically, they're against their, the okay. people that actually, actually, I would say Koi doesn't make it out. And? Koi and Excel. Koi and Excel. Oh my yeah. god, that would slap! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say oh. I would say Koi and Excel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Koi like is actually like a flip for me because I think they're they could make it out. Yeah. But just because I play them to make the match more hype, like I would say they don't make it out because I play against them. So I, I would say like, you know, to put some pressure on the match, you know? Yep. 
Uh, you I play Excel and Koi, so you can uh. you can, you play Excel as well. So you oh can, yeah, so you I can actually like you could, you could actually keep, give them give them a long vacation, you know. Okay, I'll go. Yeah. With, I'll tr- put my trust in Perks and say uh, Koi and Excel don't make it. How the turntables <laughs> yeah, going from S tier to like? <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> I think it's just gonna be so funny if you get the best of three stage and the reigning champions and this XL roster doesn't make it. Yeah. I think if you want a serious prediction, it's probably Astralis and like I don't an know, someone else. And I think it's Astralis and XL. But I think Koi XL. But just I think Koi and XL just sounds like more hype to you me. You can't yeah. write that script anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, Astralis finally makes it to playoffs. Like, <laughs> Bro, like, that would be sick. I'd be happy for him. But yeah. also. <laughs> This season bangs, but it's a hot mess. Yeah. yeah. All right. There it is. Koi and Excel not making it out. Yeah. yeah. Astralis Excel definitely the safe bet, but... Astralis Excel is the safe bet. Yeah. 100%. But who are we to go for safe yeah, bets? Who, who I mean, we, we are LAC guys. To be fair, the turbo banger is Fanatic Excel, and it's both the UK orgs just not making it through. That would be the... Yeah. yeah. The I mean, that game they played who, against who, each who other was messy. Who does Fnatic play? Oh, Fnatic plays schedule. Mad Lions, Astralis, SK. Okay, they're like... Their schedule is definitely like easier, yeah. yeah. I mean, Astralis controls their own yeah. destiny. Astralis can make it out. Astralis can actually make it out. Astralis Astralis if Astralis makes it out, two teams that you never expect to make it out are making are getting knocked out. That's like the thing. If Astralis like actually win a couple games here, everything yeah. is just. Fine. I mean, they did like smash the last game, and maybe maybe they just find like some else like cheese, you know, for this week. Where they're like, I mean, Jonghun and Kobe have been performing really well. Like, just like find some top side champs mm. that they can like perform really really well this week mm. and then like just i think it side. might just be a banger i'm i or think like it might have just be some a stability up there yeah yeah, yeah exactly exactly but if coin and excel don't make it out you know that six players from worlds last year can't make top eight in the domestic league bro i'm thinking that's, more from that the, just like, means lc is <laughs> is harder than worlds <laughs> before we before we go we asked for twitter questions and we've been able to ask a few throughout the show that were also asked on twitter talking about um import players talking about the cultures there so shout out to everybody who asked questions along those lines but um let me find this one here. Ben at real underscore Ben underscore 10 says... Uh, ben 10 was a great show. Was a great show. Would you ever consider role swapping back to ADC or any other position? Um, I know at some point you said you maybe would consider playing AD with Mickey again if you had to. But how, <laughs> I do, mean, you feel? how do you I, feel? I would, yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I mean, like as of right now, it's like hard to say, but uh, because I feel like I'm like really good at midland yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but the thing i would say is like for midland i feel like you have to grind a lot yeah um and i feel like for for example positions like jungle and support i think they could be more like um sustainable in the long run but potentially right i'm just mentioned i'm just like thinking about you mm-hmm. know maybe if i i if i were to have like a like chill children children <laughs> well, i'm trolling you're gonna have yeah, children if I, if I gonna have children yeah, yeah and yeah. i want to still keep playing then something like support would be like more <laughs> easy for me i think i could like i think i could actually play support and i have a family life <laughs> <laughs> you just play till you're in your 50s yeah i could be like 45 years old just supporting your, your son yeah. in like 15 to 18 years oh my god <laughs> i think i could do that uh but yeah i mean i'm, I'm joking a bit but also like loki loki not joking yeah. as well so i mean uh whatever give me the best competitive success mm. like let's say i don't know without told me yo like next year you know we like people leave the team and then we have to get a new team again. I'm like, okay, you know, if you think you can get a better roster by putting me anywhere else, I will go. Like, yeah. I actually wouldn't mind playing another, like, any role, honestly. 
Just yeah, get, like, like showmaker so it's just, and go it's support. Just about, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, like for example, like if if there is ever a role need to be filled, like I w- I would literally not mind playing any role. Like I don't mind playing. I think top would probably be the least likely yeah. that I would want to play because I feel like I would actually need time to learn top lane champs. Mm. Yeah. I think top lane is not easy at all. I think top lane is actually a hard role. And if I were to play top lane, I'd probably be like Shrauhu, where I would play a lot of like range stuff and Singer like, top, like yeah. random shit, you know? Because yeah, yeah. that's like, it would be it would be so easy. To, like, honestly, it would be so easy to me on shit, to shit on other top players playing the champs I already know. Like, no, I'm not joking. I'm actually... Just as you're topping the like, GP, actually, Singer actually, topping the Kenan I, I, I understand this role, yeah. you know? But to learn the Fiora, Camille matchups, the Nar, Necton, Jax matchups that people have been playing for many years, like, I would really not like to go over that learning curve. So that would be like the lawn I would least like to play. Jungle, I think is super easy for me. Uh, jungle and support would be like really easy, easy transitions. And I think AD would be the next one after because I've already played it. And I think uh, it would be really easy for me to play it again. You need that Kai says I am at Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, I've actually played the, uh, I've played the first game of AD yesterday, uh, like after a few months. And I played Varus Heimerdinger with Healy. Yeah. And we shit on enemy bot like so hard. And now I understand of how broken Varus is. <laughs> now I get the perspective how OP this, how disgusting You're this lane is. You're just pushing and poking them on the This lane is disgusting. It's disgusting. Varus is disgusting, actually. Yeah. Varus is gross. Yeah. Heimer is gross. It's yeah. really toxic. Just the E slow into the Heimer. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, so, it's so gross. Yeah. yeah Heimer's, um, Heimer's super, super toxic. I'm trying to find this question. Someone had a good one in general how was the reunion yet on the weekend with the 2019 boys the reunion yeah oh the picture you mean yeah it looked adorable it looks okay i mean it was just together. uh michael wanted to take a picture of us and i was like sure you know do i didn't you, even know they wanted to take a picture of us it was just funny do you it's hang always, out often with the with the boys uh we would we would hang out like twice a split like yeah. last two splits and i think now we're gonna we're gonna meet up i'm gonna host like a meeting meeting <laughs> uh reunion like, like next Tuesday at my place after the regular season, right? That's amazing. Nice. So we, we meet up quite a bit and they've actually all been at my wedding. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That was sweet. So, yeah, I love those pictures. So yeah, uh, we're going to have some, when I get the photos done, as well, going to have some more photos of them as well, you know, and other guys actually. Photon, the first time you ever met me, he came to my wedding as well. Really? Yeah. Wait, Photon really? was there. Nice. Yeah. Photon that's and the were there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he came with Expect from Korea. I love Expect. Nice. Yeah. Legend. So that's, uh, that's actually, it's quite funny. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of esports people. Oh, yeah. that's, dude, it's crazy to see yeah. like them grow up, you know, because in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. everyone's minds, it's just like, nostalgic 2019 the yeah. golden days and then you see them get you go you know getting married and growing old and like slowly getting there it's kind of like growing old wow yeah you're, well, you're growing kinda, old it's you're only like, been like four like years you know growing old still you know, averaging 20 you know, CSD like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still 20 CSD still has hands <laughs> hasn't gone to support yet bro you can say he's growing old when he goes to support yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, he's got a child and he's in support role yeah. then I'll say he's growing old yeah yeah um, you know. so if you don't want to answer this next question it's totally fine because uh it's not like super explicit or weird or anything, but blip at Sayus underscore EU says, uh, how do you balance your professional career and, and being married? Does it like change your lifestyle a lot? Or is there anything you've had to do to kind of figure out how to how to balance mm. yeah, your new? No, it's it's a good question. It's a very solid question. I had my, like a little bit of, uh, how do I say, concerns, like not yeah. worries, but like concerns, like how I would manage it and how, how it like, will it be hard or something? But I actually found it just to be easier than it was before. Like who would have thought, right? Having a person that is, that matches you and that is supporting of you will make life easier, right? So I didn't have too much 
of expectations. Like how would I say, I didn't, didn't make expectations going into it. Mm -hmm. I had like a little bit of concerns, like how would I manage a solo queue with like yeah. spending time um, with yeah. my wife and doing things together also and stuff. But it's like, uh, it is actually completely fine because she has her, her things she has to do, she has to study. Mm -hmm. I have to play solo queue. We still get to go out outside. We still get to, you know, spend time. We have a puppy now, little puppy as well. I saw which is like, cute it's, it's puppy. So yeah. cute. He's really cute. It yeah. literally looks he's like a teddy a little, bear, bro. He's a little devil. <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, it's, okay. it's much better than... Uh, She's like really supportive and it just makes life It's easier. much better than people might think, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. And I, I still play also, like, I play Champs Q. Mm -hmm. Like I have time, you know, like she is very understanding and i don't like i feel just so and it's also like it's also really good in the other aspect where like i'm the type of person who could get really uh how is it called hooked up carried away carried away uh, yeah like yeah. carried away with like getting too much into one thing yeah, yeah so yeah. let's say if like when i would get really into like you know i had nothing like nobody here or like nothing else it, like uh, yeah. league would like really became like your obsession yeah like yeah, yeah. like my brain kind yeah. of yep uh because like, i would only think about it so it's actually so refreshing to like not having to think about it all the time mm. you know because yeah. it's like it just makes me like ironically better at it you know like yeah, it, it makes me that. it makes me get fresh perspective every time i come to the office it makes me like uh be always energetic for screams you know always like giving my hardest you know yep. because i'm not getting frustrated about spiraling. small yeah i'm not spiraling out of control and getting frustrated around small unimportant things honestly which is like yeah. can get to you like you know like you can make problems out of nothing you can literally create problems out yeah, of if, literally if you like this cup is annoying me a harder now <laughs> like i really want to smash it <laughs> yeah problems in your head manifesting i think yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i mean if you're if you're left alone with something and you're really passionate about it for long enough you'll like find a problem yeah know? at least that's my experience True. maybe that's not everybody's how everybody's brain and works like, i but see I totally a lot of it. problems you know like i can see them all the time so I'm yeah. like, <laughs> but also <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like like in league you know like oh, in like yeah, team like game yeah, 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 yeah. like, we didn't get this top five guys oh wait why are you that basing here you know going, yeah, tempo, yeah, yeah. Tempo, tempo. going to bed at night yeah. like thinking about it like <laughs> but it's, oh my god I, I, do this. I don't know i think that's a really good thing to call out because yeah. i think that's a great thing and in a in a huge argument for players to have to figure out and find more in their lives than just just playing 24-7 yeah, all the time. I think it literally time. makes you also a better player, like, unironically, yeah. you know, unless you obviously can't deal with it, can't handle it, it's too much for you, which it shouldn't be. Yeah. Then you're probably in the wrong thing as well. Like, and not yeah. without, like, being too... <laughs> yeah, and my, to be clear, my yeah. argument is that everyone should get married. My argument is you should find someone, uh, <laughs> just a friend, get married. a yeah. partner, someone, yeah. or a just hobby have a hobby or something just a hobby, that yeah. isn't yeah. League of Legends. Yeah. Because yeah. I think you're right. If, like, if you really care about League, and I leave you alone with a game of League to review for long enough, you're gonna find a million problems. And what are you gonna do? You're gonna, you can tell your teammates tomorrow and then you have to let it go. But if you've got more time on your hands, you're just gonna go in circles. Because yeah. there's actually nothing you can do. At a certain point, it's just not productive anymore to, yeah. to focus on something or to analyze yeah, something. So I think that's, that's awesome. I'm so happy that that's working out for you, dude. That's like yeah, sick. Like I'm Mark really said it before, too. but like unironically like, yeah growing up dude you're yeah it's growing up yeah and you're still successful in league it's growing up it definitely is yeah like yeah. Uh, just yesterday i was 17 joining the league yeah. <laughs> Bro, I, think, I think talking mad shit. Sentimental, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no uh, i think throwbacks your balance is really uh like should resonate really well with a lot of players because i think especially teams too when it comes to signing people in the off season 
age is like or people who are growing older have responsibilities people are like off-putted by that and yeah. i think that as you grow older you do get more responsibilities well, and so they think that burden of responsibility will make you a worse player and i think some people you especially who manage it well there is no burden you know it just appears as one it's just think, life guys like yeah, just life. <laughs> it's just exactly. life yeah. you, you, you don't have to have an 18 year old or a 19 year old who's gonna sit there for 15 hours until you know 30 years old yeah. in his basement playing league you know <laughs> exactly yeah oh, my jungle didn't get top. Ah. Well, i just like it because i feel like you and i think odo's in a similar boat not that his results are super fantastic right now but i know that he found a lot of hobbies i think that having positive role models that are like good and successful in league of legends in a way that isn't just like yeah 20 18, hours, 20 hours, a, day, hours a day just focus nothing else in your life yeah. i think it's cool even faker does like a lot of uh you know yeah. he does loads of meditation it just, and it gives me hope too for like players as they get older to actually hold on to their careers yeah. and to keep going because i do think that it's like you kind of have to freeze your life or it used to feel like you had to freeze your life in time mm -hmm. to be successful Drop in everything. sports you were going to go into the gaming house and you were going to live with the boys until you weren't old enough to play anymore and like that was your life you yeah. lived in basically a frat house <laughs> for gaming there's takeaway bags everywhere actually, i've been living in gaming house for five years and now when i look back at it like i don't know how i did it i don't know like, how you did it either like, dude, i saw those like, gaming houses dude, bro dude, dude we had like we had like six people living there we had one shower i know we had one shower <laughs> mind blown we had one shower like and i i'm thinking like if we were like let's say like a team like sk i mean back then right like we'll probably like hate each other but since we were winning so much it was easy like it didn't matter you know like mm. these things didn't matter because it was all about the result but now like if i were to live in these conditions like wow yes. man like i, I, I would like hate my whole team honestly yeah so yeah we i was fine because you didn't know better yeah. and also it was fun because it was oh it's a gaming house we're playing video games it's gaming house it's lamp party baby boot it up and there are players i think when you're young and you're a young player and you're just starting pro and you're living with a bunch of other guys that are like-minded where you've mostly just been yeah. online the entire it's time fun. like it is fun it's for a few years giga fun yeah but then at a certain point like you there's times where like you want to grow up and you want to do your own thing Space. but you feel like you can't i mean there is you know like I mean? there is like there is benefits and there's also like flaws you know because yeah. like you don't want to spend your time with your teammates the whole time and then maybe if you feel like you, you don't want to spend it you still spend it with them even though you're frustrated because they will but they will think that you don't want to spend it with them you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. you can't just like uh, suddenly go to your room and lock yourself there because they will think you're depressed or something yeah. right you yeah, know yeah. like there's you pros have to and meet cons. their expectations yeah exactly yeah. exactly you're kind of living in a relationship like unironically you know <laughs> yeah. like uh, if you care for your team's success you know yep. <laughs> at least that's how actually like looking back now that's how i felt in g2 like yeah. unironically like that's how i felt like i had to like uh kind of like make everyone feel comfortable feel happy because mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. I was the oldest player you know i was the the franchise player or whatever yeah and when you come to the office fresh every day like you're you just get more respect from your your colleagues you know, your teammates yeah. your friends Setting like they, they become yeah. your friends as well right you know mm -hmm. you don't have to live in the house for them to become your friend for them to be your friends yeah whereas like when i was living in g2 like there were days where i was completely frustrated but there was days where i would just wake up you know like and I would be seeing their face the first thing in the morning. And I was like, uh, how did I say it? Like, I, I still want to punch you from yesterday, you stupid no, intern. No, 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 not, <laughs> not like, like this. Not like that. No, like, no, yeah, not yeah. like this. It was just, I don't want to see your thing, your, your thing. That's <laughs> 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 well, a different, that's a different episode. I don't want to see your face. I get it, I get it, I get it. I want to see your face first thing in the morning. 
Don't want to see your thing first thing in the morning. Give me no, but I get it. You, you need, you I need also a break. don't want to see your thing oh, first ever. thing in the morning. Okay, all right. Well, we'll know yeah. that. Sorry. Oh, we'll start the next God. episode differently, Luca. I thought, man. With our things? No. You know what? I think on that note, we're just going to close because I don't feel like it gets any more wholesome from this point out. Um, thanks, as always, for coming on Perks. Oh, You're a fantastic guest. Uh, congrats on the new puppy. Can't wait to see more pictures. Thank and uh, I'll bring it to the studio one time. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. You You're locked back Actually, no, I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed. <laughs> oh, the puppy might destroy the studio. Yeah, I'm not yeah, allowed. So I, remember, not allowed I remember, I'm not allowed. Like, we, we brought uh, Cars's Cars's puppy last split. Yeah, and they didn't let it in. And, no, they later did it, but they were like, oh, bring it next time, we'll find you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, so, I don't think I'm allowed to bring a puppy. <laughs> we right. already used oh, well, our one-time puppy card. You used the one-time puppy card on yeah. Carsey. Yeah. Right, fair enough. Well, thanks again. This has been Euphoria, season 11, episode four. Final week of best of one just around the corner. You heard it here first. Coin Excel not making it to top eight. Wow drama uh, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday tune in 6pm crazy PM. crazy finish crazy that's a clickbait title yeah Coin and Excel won't make it to top 8 you won't believe what you see now uh, uh, <laughs> you won't believe this one it's secret like, have you seen those, have you seen those like eight? football montage thumbnails where it's like you won't believe these goals and then there's like I Ronaldo mean, standing there and the goalkeepers are like edited six goalkeepers on either side of the <laughs> goalposts it's like what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's all we need. To be fair, that's what your YouTube thumbnails look like <laughs> no, too. No, it's not. Mine are just like epic hero shots. They're, not, right, they're, not, they're not super edited. Think, yeah, I mean... Boss, bullshit stomping US server. Yeah, oh my destroy, god, can't destroy you have do it. Oh. That's social media these days, That's baby. how it works, baby. That that's right. That's that's right. Right. Hopefully you enjoyed the podcast even after clicking whatever clickbait we put together. And we'll uh, see you guys next week.